the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Uh, On this morning, our text from Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 26, reads as follows. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Would you pray with me this morning? Father, we bless you and we thank you for the privilege we have to stand here on this final day of 2023. Realizing that it is according to your grace, your mercy, that we are here. And even now, God, I extend myself towards you, that you might endow me afresh to be able to preach your word in a way that honors you. I pray, Heavenly Father, that in the preaching of this gospel, someone who's lost might come to know you in a personal way. That their eternal destiny might be changed unto day from hell and the lake of fire to heaven and peace with you. Spirit of the Lord, we are in great need of you in this day and in this time. And so, God, speak in a way that these, your people, will know that they've heard from God. Lord, we are standing, yielding, waiting on your presence that you might manifest yourself. Save someone who's lost. Reclaim someone who's drifting. But God, above and beyond all that transpires on today, it is my sovereign prayer that you glorify yourself. That you, God, will get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. So here I am now, Lord. Use me according to your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, we have now made it uh, to the final day. Amen for somebody of 2023. Bless his holy and adorable name. And I know some of you are excited that uh, we've made it this far. Some of you are amazed that you're still here. And uh, some of you can't wait to get to 2024. Uh, But generically speaking, uh, 2023, generically speaking, 2023 was like any other year, generically speaking. Specifically speaking, uh, for some, it was a, a good year. I mean, you you look back on the year and you reflect upon uh, all the promises that were fulfilled, the promotions that you obtained, the 
the favor that fell in your life, the celebrations that you had, the weddings, the travel, the, all the fulfillments of things that you so desired and so wished that it would come true. And God has blessed you to see so many things and blessed you in so many ways. And you're focused on the, the ways in which God blessed you. And you look back and you say, wow, this was a good year. But then there are others who look back on this year who say, well, you know what, this was a bad year. It was tough. I mean, I, I went through this and that and uh, sicknesses and disease and, and bad news reports coming from everywhere. And there was death and there was debt and there was disease and there was divorce and there was all the other D's that make things bad. And, and, and it was just a bad year. I just can't wait, Pastor, till that clock strikes midnight to get to 2024. And that's where some people are. That's just how it goes. But as we close out 2023, we've walked through 2023 as a church body, walking through a theme of messages and ideas of walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'll say this, that as I look back on 2023, I realize even more why it was so critical for that theme to be a part of our year. Because had it not been for us being reminded of the power of God, Lord, help me here, some of us would have waved the towel and given up along the way. But we were reminded, we were encouraged throughout the year that we are to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because as we walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, there's victory in Jesus. Amen. The scripture says, in him there is no failure. And so we have been traveling this year, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. And even as I look in on this uh, word on this morning, I want to briefly just take a moment to remind you that whether it was a good year or whether it was a bad year, you made it through this year because of prayer. Amen. I want to talk to us on this morning from just the subject matter. Somebody prayed for you. In this particular text earlier on, the Apostle Paul has laid out for us that as children of God who've been led by the Spirit of God, he says those who have been led, as many as who have been led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You've been led by the Spirit of God, you are a son or a daughter of God. He goes on to say that the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The Holy Spirit that is in us and outside of us bears witness with us that we are children of the living God. And, and if we are children of the living God and led by the Spirit of God, then whether the year was a good year or a bad year, the Spirit has been leading us through the year, and all that we've gone through, all that we've 
come through all the weaknesses that we've overcome in our faith and in our belief, in our deliverance, was because the Spirit of God was with us. And so we have come this far to uh, December the 31st, 2023, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We've been led through 2023, if you're a child of God. For as many have been led by the Spirit, those are the children of God. So whatever I went through this year, the Holy Spirit was leading me through it. So why, why is that important? It's important because before you get mad at the year and what happened to you in the year, you need to understand that you were being led through the year by the Holy Spirit. And I know sometimes it doesn't make sense to us, the things we have to go through, but it's important to know that the Holy Spirit is leading us through it. And it is a testimony that I am a child of the living God because I'm being led by the Spirit of God. Are y'all still here? Children, I just want to talk to the children of God for a moment. I'm going to get to the sinners in just a moment. What we glean from this passage here in Romans chapter 8 is that, first of all, the Holy Spirit helped you. Likewise, he says in verse 26, after laying out for us all the understanding that we are the children of God and that we have this expectation of victory in him and we are his children and we've been verified, validated as his children, he comes back and lets us know, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness. I, I want to start by saying to you that the Holy Spirit helped you. It's the Holy Spirit that helps you. Likewise, the Holy Spirit also, in our weakness, he helps you. Anybody had any weaknesses this past year? Amen. Everybody's hands should have gone up because we, we, we were weak all year. But in our weakness, it is the Holy Spirit that helps us in our weakness. Now, to gain greater insight into what Paul is saying, we need to understand that the tense of the verb that's being used here is in the, uh, what we would call in, in our language, we would call it present tense. Uh, in the Greek language, we would call it eros tense. And what, what we mean by that is that he's not just helping you present tense, but he keeps on helping you present tense in your weakness. Watch this, because we're always weak. It's the Holy Spirit that's helping you always because you're always weak. Listen, in your I give up, I can't take this anymore moments of life. It is the Holy Spirit that came along and helped you in your weakness because you couldn't handle it. Help me, Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit that was there, that was there keeping you and sustaining you and empowering you when you thought it was over, when you were ready to take the L, when you were ready to wave the white flag, when, when you said, you know, uh, enough is enough. When you were fussing at God saying, God, why are you going to take me through this too? God, I've already been through enough. God, 
You were ready to fuss at God. You were ready to throw it in on God. It was the Holy Spirit that was helping you. And, and you look back now and you, you look back and say, I wonder how I made it over. It was the Holy Spirit that helped you to make it. Matter of fact, even this morning when you got up and you thought you was doing okay, you were, you were weak even then. And because, watch this, because we're always weak as it relates to being able to live in this life, a victorious life according to God. We're always weak and so we're always in need of the hope, the help of the Holy Spirit. And so he is constantly, continuously helping us. Are y'all here with me? So it's the Holy Spirit that helps you in essence and gives you the power as Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, and you shall receive power. That is dunamis power, dynamite power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you because the Holy Spirit lives in you as a believer. You have the dunamis power of God working on your behalf to help you in your weakness. I'm, I'm excited about the help of the Holy Spirit because he's helped us in my weakness and watch this and when when spiritual warfare was crushing us and we didn't know what to do but but some of y'all are good at fighting y'all good fighters y'all good and and what you can't the, the fighting you can't do with your hands your feet your teeth and all that you do with your mouth okay amen some of y'all can tell folks off so bad that they feel like they got whooped Amen. You don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to say amen too loud in church, but God knows we know who we're talking about, right? But watch this. We only can fight on physical levels. We're blind to the warfare that's happening in the spirit realm. And there's a spiritual warfare that is out for us. But we're blind to it and we're weak to it because we don't even know it's happening. And when it's happening, it is the Holy Spirit that's helping you, Lord help me God, to win a spiritual war that you don't even know you're in. Lord have mercy. If the devil had his way, he would have taken you and your family out this past year. If the devil could have won the victory, if it had, can I help me Jesus, if it had not been for the Holy Spirit's help, you would have committed suicide this past year. Lord, help me. It wasn't your therapist. It wasn't the medicine you was on. It wasn't, it wasn't you meditating and, and lighting candles. No, it was the Holy Spirit doing warfare for you, helping you to win a spiritual war you were blind to that was even going on in your life. And one morning you woke up and you said, I feel better. And you say, I don't know why I feel better. I just feel better. It's because the Holy Spirit was fighting for you. He was helping you in your weakness, in your blindness, in the place where you didn't even know you needed help. It was the Holy Spirit fighting on your behalf. He was helping you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit helps you. But secondly, the Holy Spirit prays for you. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness for, watch this, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings 
which cannot be uttered. We don't know how to pray for ourselves as we ought because of the blind spots we have. We pray in those physical realms of things that we can see and touch and feel. Materialistic stuff, possessions and stuff. We, we pray about stuff like that. We pray, God, get rid of that person. I know y'all don't pray like that. Just some, some people. Just, Lord, I just wish you would just get rid of them. I'm tired of hearing their name on television. Just get rid of them. That's physical stuff. That's physical realm. That's, that's what we see. We, we pray about stuff we can see. But we got a blind spot and the Holy Spirit is, is praying in those areas where we don't even know that we need to pray because we do not know what we should be praying for as we ought I love this because in our blind spot, we also pray for stuff that we think we need. Can I talk for real, for real? Lord, you know, I've been single for a long time now. (laughs) Jesus, if you would just bring me a good, strong husband with a good job. Lord, I don't want to sin, so you know I need a godly woman, Jesus. Send me a godly woman that would that would obey. <laughs> this is just a hypothetical example. <laughs> and while we're praying. We're not praying because we don't even know how we ought to pray. So what the Holy Spirit does, he steps in. When we use the word intercession, it means he steps up and steps in between our prayer. And he says, Lord, she asked you for a husband, but give her patience and teach her how to love herself. See, we don't even know how to pray like that because we, we're blind to our own weakness. We're praying for somebody to satisfy obedience to us. And the Holy Spirit steps in and says, Lord, he asks for a woman that would obey, but God teach him how to obey you. That's how the Holy Spirit is praying. As we ought, but we don't know how to pray that way because we're blind to what we really need. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And watch this. And even when we're not blind to what we really need, we're selfish that we won't pray for what really needs to happen. Okay. Lord, let me hit the lottery so I can have lots of money. The Holy Spirit steps in and says, Lord, teach them how to manage the little bit of money they have. 
teach them how to honor you with the 10% of the, the $3,000 a year that they make now. Because if you give them 30 million, 300 million, they ain't going to give you 10% of that either. The Holy Spirit is praying for you because we don't know how to pray for ourselves. He's it's in the text. I, I'm not making this up. It's in right in the text. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Holy Spirit. I love this part. The Holy Spirit Himself, the third person of the Trinity, who is equal with God the Father and the Son. He doesn't delegate the prayer responsibility to some lesser angel or principality. He himself, the Holy Spirit, for those Baptocostals, the the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost prays himself. So help me, Jesus. For you. He intercedes. He takes time out of his busyness. To focus in on the needs and the will of God and the desires of your heart. And he prays for you as you need and as you ought to pray for yourself. He steps in. He steps in and he steps up on your behalf to pray for you. The Holy Spirit does this himself. I I love it. I love it because, because who of us is worthy that the Holy Spirit would spend time praying for us? surely not. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like, man, look, Holy Spirit, you need to be praying for me. I don't feel like that. I mean, I might feel like that about my family. Like y'all don't pray for me. My church, like at least y'all don't pray for the pastor. Come on, help pray pray for me. But I don't really feel like the Holy Ghost needs to be, I mean, like, come on, you obligated to pray for me, but he does. And he prays for me and intercesses for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. This passage has confused a lot of people and a lot of people have, have pushed us to believe that this is somehow, um, this is somehow the gift of speaking in tongue. This is, this has nothing to do with that. If you read the context of this passage, what you will find out is that these groanings are expectational utterances of confidence on the behalf of victory and deliverance for you. Woo! Pastor, where'd you get that from? It's in the text. Because if you look, if you read the earlier verses, it talks about the groanings of the earth. The earth is groaning with expectation because it knows that a new is coming. Our flesh is, is groaning for the deliverance from this vile body that is defiled with sin. It's groanings of expectation, but it's not expectation that is misplaced. It is expectations of confidence and assurance that victory is coming. Lord, help me, Jesus. And so when the Holy Spirit is praying, he's praying with groaning. Mm, I know it's coming for you. Mm, I know victory is coming your way. It's an expectational groaning that assures and has confidence of the victory that's coming for you, of the prayer that, he's, that he has in his heart and in his mind for you, that it will come to pass. Lord, help mercy, Jesus. In other words, when the Holy Spirit prays for you, he is excitedly enthusiastic about the victory that's getting ready to happen because he asks for it. He's not praying like aimlessly, like, oh, 
please let it happen. Like maybe. No, he knows it will happen. And so his utterances, there's these, these groanings that, that watch this, that human lips cannot articulate. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of senior pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. To hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.